welcome to the Beast Cast, episode six. Uh, I'm here with, as always, I'm here with Raven Bones, my lovely co-host. Yo. And this week we have our first guest since the last person, which was a British person. We don't speak of his name. Um, I need naps, except he's not British. Yeah, so. I, I'm 100% American. I need naps here. <laughs> 100% American. And ginger. And ginger. No, we got a lot of gingers here, but Raven is not a ginger. So technically, Raven, you are in the minority. This means I'm superior. Oh, you got him. All right. So uh, <laughs> we're here. Uh, well, go ahead. No, I, <laughs> I was, was just thinking say... of something messed up. <laughs> so so I, I didn't know what the title is because we were doing this really quickly because a lot of things have happened today. Um, but... This is episode six. Um, our plans have pretty much stayed the same. We're going to talk gaming. Um, so I just called it the state of gaming with I need naps, but it's probably just going to be a more so nothing. We're just going to ramble for an hour and a half and probably call it good. It, this might be a shorter episode. We're filming this at 11.15 our time, 10.15 his time. Raven's got work in the morning, I believe, right? Yeah. And... um. I need my Sunday. So, no, so um, we are just yeah. So if this is a shorter episode, you know why it's later. We're gonna we're we're getting we're getting ready to be done. So, naps. Is there anything you have brought into us that, or at least anything you want to talk about that has intrigued you? Oh, if you guys have ever played an old game named Paragon, it was an old MOBA. It was kind of like Smite, except it actually had elevation and stuff like that. Yeah. I was going to talk about some of the remakes and mm -hmm. the differences between them. Go for it. Go for <laughs> it. So, have you guys ever played any of the remakes like Predecessor, Overprime, Fault? I've watched like you that? play some of them. No, I haven't. I've only played the old beta for yeah. Paragon. I played the Paragon. old Paragon was yeah. the best. But, I agree. Uh, so, the one that I'm most interested in is predecessor because they actually got all the coding uh rights from epic themselves so that they stayed closest to the original okay, okay so naps um for you uh since since you're big on paragon then why did it get shut down in the first place might i ask is it just because the entire epic team fortnite. just went to fortnite yeah i was gonna say i uh, 100% Fortnite. Like, literally, they shut down the servers to Paragon because they noticed the BR uh, whole thing was getting really big and they wanted to transfer some of the servers they had into Fortnite because they didn't have as much money back then. And see, just before you got home, uh, I was I, I joined a call with Raven for like 20 minutes, not even. And me and Raven, uh, well, I don't know if Raven is here, but I was talking about how... I absolutely hated how Fortnite changed the gaming industry. And I think this actually goes great into titling the state of gaming. Um, mainly, Fortnite kind of ruined a lot of shit. Like, when when Fortnite first came out, when Epic first dropped it, when it was just a PvE, I actually really enjoyed the game. And even the early Battle Royale. But then they started getting this crazy, like, g going way over the top, starting to add fucking... Like, Fortnite doesn't even have its own identity anymore. Like, it's just it's just a collage of, like, every other game. It also forced this, like, weird, like, Battle Royale, cartoony meta, which is really fucking goofy for me. Which I don't know if I can get behind. 
so I don't know about the whole cartoony Battle Royale BS, but it feels like everything, all the games lately, have been getting more generic, less changes between them. That's yeah. just how it feels. <clears throat> yeah, and, and me and Raven kind of discussed this last week, too, when we were talking about Hollywood versus video games, is Hollywood and video game, in the video game industry, in the movie industry, they both followed a, a very sad pattern of, Everything slowly has just become generic garbage that just makes a lot of money. Well, I, I think that was more attuned to since animation is starting to get more realistic lately. They can kind of get away with all the extra bullshit, I guess is the best way to put it, you know? Well, well as a... I, I know, I, I know. I'm, in, I'm in. I'm gonna. I'm the laughing stuck here. But as, as a COD player, or as an old COD player, I really, really hate Fortnite because, for me, my biggest reason for playing COD was the Call of Duty Zombies mode, and the problem that occurred when the fucking, uh, when Fortnite came out is Fortnite came out and made battle rails like super, super, super popular. Like they existed, but, but it made it super popular and made it mainstream. So then the basically the entire dev team for Black Ops 4 was just completely forced to work on Blackout rather than work on the game. And that's why if you play the game, or if you've ever seen gameplay of the game when it first launched, everything looks very, very unfinished, and the zombies is completely fucked. Like, it's completely unfinished as well. And even, even until, even until the, the last map came out for the Call of Duty Zombies DLC cycle, they apparent, this is just rumored, because this is never confirmed, because Activision never used to release their numbers for anything, but there was only three Treyarch employees working on the zombies in Black Ops 4 by the time it was done. Because they had over, I think, 90, I think it was like 89 or 91, some, some weird odd high number of their staff of their design staff working on fucking the blackout battle rail bullshit. And what's funny is it wasn't even what they wanted. They wanted to make a, 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 a funny enough. They wanted to make a, uh, a battle rail called Warzone, Right. And funny enough, guess what came out the year after Warzone? but David Vonderhaar, you know, the guy black ops two guy, haha, funny bald guy. Um, he wanted to make this thing called Warzone, and it was this big battle rail and Activision told him, no, this is exactly how you have to make it. This is going to work. So they made it exactly how he was. they were told to make it, and everybody hated it. Then David Vonderhaar leaves, and then they just make Warzone, which was how David Vonderhaar had seen it. And all of a sudden, boom, it was a big success. It's almost as if the big corporation doesn't know how to deal with video games and their customers. Well, it's kind of funny you say how Fortnite actually brought it into uh, into sight. I would say more PUBG, PUBG was the OG. Well, well no. PUBG brought it into the mainstream for gaming. Fortnite brought yeah. it into the mainstream of media. When when everybody's yeah. grandma knew about Fortnite was, I would say, when Battle Royales became too popular. I I don't think there's a real issue of being too popular, though. Well, like the it, the problem is is, <sighs> is the the genre hadn't been milked yet, right? Because PUBG was still fairly new when Fortnite dropped. It was only like a year and a half old, I believe, right? Or how old is PUBG? I don't fucking remember. So, actually, speaking of this, do you remember back in the days when a new toy came out and it was literally just oil or some bearings and then you just hold it in the center and you spin it 
fidget spinners. spinners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fidget spinners. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. It's it was something new, and then they just milked the shit out of it until they couldn't get anything more out of it. it, it That's what I feel like is starting to happen with the oh VR. Oh my god! I remember. I remember that when fidget spinners came out, it was my last year of. Oh, or was it my first? It was my eighth grade year. So at my school, we did it differently where eighth graders went to the high school. So it was my first, not my first real year of high school, but I was at the high school. And I remember everybody in their goddamn fucking mothers had a goddamn fidget spinner. And the teachers would get so mad, dude. They they would, they started taking them, them fuckers away. And the one kid, I remember this kid, like, he was spinning it. And he fucking threw it at the teacher, and the, he got, like, he, I, I don't remember if he got an ISS or in-school suspension, but he, he got, yeah, he got fucked. He got, I know he got, like, 10 hours of detention <laughs> that he had to serve. <laughs> that, it was, that, they, it caused chaos. There, there was statements coming out. It was, like, that devious lick bullshit, dude. That was stupid. <laughs> the devious lick uh, bullshit, that was stupid, too. That was my senior year of high school. But yeah, so uh I don't know if popularity would necessarily be it, but it was definitely like there I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Anyways, we just got a little I, off topic, I, but I understand the point you're trying to make, but it's just I don't know. I feel like popularity isn't a bad thing if they could actually do something with it instead of doing this generic just trying to keep people happy bullshit instead of trying to take chances well i I would say like look at like something like stranger things i mean it's become very mainstream but they they still somehow managed to make a good story out of most of it even if some of them were bad some episodes stranger things is flawless yeah it 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 i would say that's just evident proof that you can be different and still be popular and still be able to tell a good story well, it's just like with any type of industry, people are too afraid to take risks. They would rather use something that they know that works, hence what's the biggest issue with gaming is they're and doing the exact same thing. Now, now we can bring this into something that Raven's more uh, topic or like knowledgeable on. Um, Raven, do you know how long it was between the last God of War, like full God of War game to God of War 2018? Was it five years or six years? Uh, I believe the last one was 2010. So it would have been eight years. That's just proof. Or 12. If it was 2010, or even 2012, that's just proof that, that companies were too afraid to take risks, especially during the early, like, play, the end the end of the P- PlayStation 3, early PS4, Xbox One stuff. Because literally, like, everybody was so afraid to make a solo game during that time because that was when multiplayer you know internet was starting to become good enough that multiplayer was like flawless for a while and there's a reason why now all of a sudden we're getting this massive boom of these big solo games like single player games because people are so goddamn tired of playing a multiplayer game for you know every day all day well well i feel like what also attributes to that is with all the upgrades to the whole gaming technology is what we're getting oh definitely is why people are doing the remakes they're trying to relive old days stuff like that when when unreal engine 4 came out unreal engine 4 was the first engine i don't know maybe there was an engine before this like a a pre-built or a built engine for a studio but unreal engine 4 was the first engine to do that open world thing where the only thing that would be rendered and loaded in is what you're looking at and it actually made open world games like super super popular like possible and like 
and to make them like big and in like detailed and stuff like that. And I don't know what game would have been the first big one. Maybe The Witcher Three is Witcher. No, Skyrim possibly would have been Unreal Engine. Skyrim was before Unreal Engine Four, I thought. Oh, if it was, then Skyrim probably had its own little thing. But Skyrim has its own Bethesda engine. Yeah, which probably had the same thing. But the first one that was released to the public, funny enough, Epic Games was Unreal Engine Four, and when that was released to everybody those those open world games started to get super super fucking popular like super popular because in unreal engine 5 can even do it even more flawlessly unreal engine 5 is fucking crazy unreal engine 5 doesn't focus more on power though unreal engine 5 focuses more on graphics which i don't know if i agree with necessarily but it still has a lot of cool things about it 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 just depends on what type of game if you're trying to make one where performance is necessary i'd say unreal engine 4 but if yeah. you want the graphics like yeah uh, think well, think of the story rich the beautiful well, scene crap well, and well that's i mean all unreal engine 5 i feel like would be. And, and it's not even necessarily just detail unreal engine 5 its biggest selling point is the the stupid lighting bullshit the 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 ultra volumetric lighting ken kenna in the bridge of spirits is this ps5 or ps4 ps5 game and the ps5 version is completely built through the unreal or i i assume all of them unreal engine 5 right and the lighting in some places is just it's 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 unrealistic like it's unbelievable not unrealistic. it's beautiful it's I love fucking that game. beautiful it's so beautiful it's like too much like i'm looking at it and i'm like passing out from because uh, uh for, for horizon forbidden west uh follow they i believe gorilla used a mix of unreal engine 5 and their own engine that sony helped them create for that game and that the the lighting compared to even the pc remake of horizon zero dawn on the PS5, the PS5 makes the the PC version on like on the max scale with HDR look like like a fucking kids game. Like it looks like it was made by kids compared to what they did on Forbidden West. That lighting is so crazy. Dude, Kenna Forbi- Bridge of Spirits was awesome. Oh, dude, and and also her. I think Horizon Forbidden West has full day and night cycles. I don't know if they ever added that to. I think they added that to zero dawn eventually but forbidden west has this day and night cycle and it's set the same amount of time but as the story progresses it slowly because because you would assume that time is passing the the days start getting shorter because you're getting closer to the fall time of the year so so you'll you'll start i think at the beginning of the game the days start at like i don't remember what it is in the world probably like 20 20 minutes of light 10 minutes of dark like minecraft shit and then slowly it gets more darkness and light. And also, you know, you can use that with the, you know, you can use that as a symbol of the darkness that's rising and coming, you know, closer to whatever, without trying to spoil the game. But yeah, I, I just think the new engines are fucking crazy. They're, they're, they're so, I, I'm, Dude. go ahead. God of War, the 2018 oh. one, is so visually beautiful. For 2018, fucking... too. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, even now, I still love it. Like, I do got you know it on game, PC. Do you know what game really stunned me when I first saw it, like, visual-wise? That I don't care what, what anybody says. Uh, Detroit to Become Human has some of the best visuals I've ever seen in a video game. Even that is to this such day. a good story, though, too. No, no the like story shit. I I, I like I love the story. <laughs> I I love a lot of I love a lot of things about 
to try to become human. But the one thing I love is is the the you can when you know a developer did a good job at making good graphics and a good like detail when you can just feel the energy of the city by just looking at it. Like you can just feel the place you're in. Like there's only I can think of maybe. 10 times in my entire life where I played a video game where I can just feel like I'm in the world because it's just so perfect, like breathtaking. And that's one of them. So, so let me backtrack a little bit though. Uh, I don't like the actual story so much. It's more the idea of the story behind Detroit become human. It's, uh, it's like with how technology is involved, even in everything. It's just thinking that we could be there someday is just ridiculous See, what's funny is is it seems fucking crazy but but then again it's the same thing with advanced warfare it seems so fucking stupid but then you start seeing shit like that actually happening and you're like what the fuck i don't know it, if it, it would ever get that stupid. far i i mean no no i mean yeah definitely but i i i don't know if we'd ever get like hmm. I, I, think... I, I don't know dude with how technology has been progressing for especially lately I could definitely see somebody making within the next probably I don't know about twenty years, but in the next like sixty years, I could see somebody making a company about complete like human AI robots that are just perfect clones of humans. Although I think there, I think people are going to have a lot of problems with that, especially in the in the labor department of the. Of the uh, well, uh, especially since uh, you know you've seen movies like iRobot and stuff like that. <laughs> 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 Do you know how many people would freak the fuck out because of the AI, dude? Dude, dude the Matrix got the 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 Matrix. I think has it the best, where where the robots got so sentient that everybody started fucking hating them, and they started beating the shit out of the robots, and they were forced to to go into their own little thing, and then they started a war against the humans, and that's how you get the Matrix. So I I feel like VIs are a lot more plausible, which we actually kind of have them but we don't have one where you can just talk to it and have it have a full-blown conversation one thing i do one thing i have to commend detroit to become human on is the the world building that you do because because the thing about the world is in that game is you can play like first off you can play like a thousand different ways but but if you just like pay attention to the small things that are happening in the backgrounds and stuff like that like just this just the amount of information amount of things that is coming out like you you there there's a scene where i mean you can totally skip the room but if you go into this this small room i don't remember if it's on Kara's story or whatever where you can like turn on the tv and you can just see that the unemployment rate has has gone up to like 36 percent, and all these people are protesting the robots and stuff like that and you see all these things that like you could totally just ignore because that's the thing about those type of games is you can play it or you're just locked in dead center, going to go straight from point A to point B, or you can explore the world. Well, it's like in some movies, too. I've seen YouTube videos where people are like, I haven't watched this movie for like 10, 15 years, and they see something new. Like, they'll watch it at 0.25 times speed, and they will notice a lot of different little things that they never really noticed before. That that's what I feel like you're kind of talking about. It's uh, all the little details. You mean that like every Christopher Nolan it. film, <laughs> dude? His <laughs> fucking movies are so over the top. I'm so hyped for for the new Oppenheimer film, but then when I saw it was directed by Christopher Nolan, I was like, 
dude, he's going to have this fucking, he's going to somehow make this so more complex than it needs to be. Okay, we know J. Robert Oppenheimer. We know he was a fucking, we know he was the master of the atom. Just fucking show him, make this bomb. Show him have sex with with uh, somebody else's wife in his own bed. And then show Japan getting fucking nuked and be done with it. Problem, problem solved. There you go. There's your movie. <laughs> there's a quote there's a quote it's funny no it's super funny thanks it's and we have anime dude well it it kind of reminds me of stuff like storage wars how it's such <laughs> stupid shit but they will make such big deals uh, it was storage it, wars like pawn stars where it was completely scripted right uh, i i don't know if it was completely scripted well, uh, I, I thought be. the thing was i thought the thing was they already purchased those like they purchased the lots like way long ago and they're just playing it up for TV. Because, like, on Pawn Stars, all the negotiations and shit you see, like, nine times out of ten, they're completely fake. Because what they do is they'll buy the item first beforehand, and then they'll play it up for TV. They don't just let anybody just walk in with a fucking 6,000-year-old katana or whatever. But, no, it's not... That wouldn't even be plausible, but... Um, you get what I'm saying? Like, they, that shit yeah, just I doesn't... That, that shit just doesn't happen, even if you are in Vegas and one of the most popular Pawn pawn shops also that's that dude the people that were on that show other than rick man they all are like in shit controversies fucking uh chum lee big hoss dude everybody thought wasn't it 4chan or was it reddit that was just convinced big hoss had died like he was just dead or he was in oh, prison oh, or some oh shit was it he died of a heart attack or something somebody like that? It, it, there was i don't know what corner the uh, i don't know what corner of the internet it was but there was just one corner of the internet that was convinced that he was just dead like he was dead z's so but chum lee i know he got didn't he have like what did he have i know he had some fucking chum lee controversy I, I don't know, dude. There are so many controversies to keep up with. Oh, he, had, he, had a, he, had, he was unlawful possession of a firearm in a gross misdemeanor, attempted drug possession, called for three years of pro, prohibition, or probation, prohibition, probation and counseling. <laughs> Back to the, God, what was it? The Paragon. 20s one? Oh, never mind. Prohibition was going on or something like that? Yeah. Funny enough, it's actually... The 21st Amendment that gets rid of the prohibition. 21, 21. Boom. That's how you remember it. Huh. Okay, That's back to funny. games. Okay, yeah, we back have to, to talk about what. Uh, well, okay. well, let's go back to Paragon. So, well, go back uh, to I was gonna say, we'll, go, we'll go back to, to that in a second. If we're bitching about games like we were earlier, let's bitch about Overwatch, dude. <laughs> oh, Overwatch. Man. How shit it came out. Like, the mechanics, some of it was actually felt pretty nice. Because I do like the whole one tank thing, and it makes it so that the damages have to play more precise, I guess is the best way to put it. But, um, just all the crashes, all the bugs, it's just like, dude, you guys transferred pretty much the whole code over. You just added a little bit bonus, and you fucked it up this bad well overwatch Ow. 2 isn't even technically fully released right like the pve is not even out yet right it is fully released it like when they said they were shutting down the servers for overwatch 1 to overwatch 2 that was supposed to be the official release what so why is the pve not out yet? and in what is so is overwatch 2 going to be completely free even the pve 
Are they going to do like four? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, that. Well, Fortnite did it different. They did the PVE that. Oh no. Yeah, PVE you had to pay for, and PVP that you had. Well, the PVE was worth paying for, and the PVP was definitely not worth paying for. If they charged Uh, you for Battle Royale, I would have been pissed off. I would have never played it. It would have never been uh, popular either. Well, they charged for PUBG. Well, yeah, no, no, I'm saying Fortnite itself because Fortnite's biggest thing was that it was free. That. that And that's what made it blow up so much compared to PUBG. Yeah. That's why PUBG kind of got overshadowed. Which, I think charging for the game has its ups and downs, and then there's the whole loot boxes and crap like that, but well, yeah, uh, back to the o- Overwatch. The, o- the, the only time, well, the only time I would say charging for a game doesn't matter is if it's Nintendo, because Nintendo does not give any money to anything. Nintendo Switch Online was worse than it was when it was free, so. N- Nintendo doesn't even let uh cross-platform their games, like, they don't let it go on PC or anything like that. Well... They they allow cross platform. They just don't allow to release them on other platforms. Why are you whining? Really? Because I've seen yeah. a, a Nintendo, lot of Nintendo Paladins games. Is, want Paladins to play. is completely cross platform. Paladins is a Nintendo. A yeah, virus. but no, no, I know, but but the Nintendo Switch players can play with the PC players. No, 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 He's no, no, no. He's talking about exclusive yeah. Nintendo yeah. first party games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know, but like, yeah. Yeah, games like fucking uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, Super Smash well, Brothers, shit like that. They're, they're, I'm pretty sure half of Nintendo's higher ups like don't even know the internet exists yet. I mean, you got to give them time, man. <laughs> oh, they know it exists. Uh, <laughs> they have to know because they have to keep up with this shit to make it so a lot of people will want to buy their stuff. That's a big thing with companies yeah. is they need to keep updated. But, or but else. You Do you not remember the old Nintendo YouTube program? Well, no, you get what I'm saying, though. They're fucking the decisions they make They're are old. so stuck in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I hate the idea that Nintendo won't release their games onto PC. Like they could even have a deal set up with another, uh, company like Steam or whoever the hell they want and just make it so they get profits off of their game. And then Steam gets a little bit for it, you know, as, a uh, God, how, What's the best way to explain it? Gaben wouldn't go for that, though. Gaben wants all the profit. No, what is Steam's 80-20? Is that what Steam is? You get... Steam takes 20%, um, and then the or the producer gets 80%, like the publisher? I, I'm not entirely sure. I don't look too deep into it. I just know that they get a cut like out of the I believe it's more like 25. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess... I guess whereas Epic so Games, the, whereas Epic Games, they only get twelve percent. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna take my dog out. So uh, I'm still not a fan of freaking Epic. Epic is a pain in the so, ass. I love Epic. Without okay. them, we wouldn't have gotten God of War on PC and other exclusives from PlayStation. Okay, talk talk it out. I am taking my dog out quick. Okay, well, they bye, just loser. <laughs> well, like I, I was gonna say, they just pissed me off with the whole Paragon thing because. Like I said, yeah. they transferred the servers from Paragon to uh, Fortnite when literally Paragon, it was actually pretty good. The biggest issue was the card system that they had, which they could have just changed that to an item system like League and Dota and all the other MOBAs that do shit like that. But um, 
the biggest issue the player base had was that there was no ranked and so a lot of people were starting to get pissed off with them because they wanted ranked but they didn't want to release ranked unless until it was completely polished and they were happy with the end product which wouldn't have happened because the card system was such a big ass issue and so that's why as i was talking about predecessor earlier it just literally it feels like how paragon should have been with the with the items part the mechanics and stuff like that they're still trying to get the whole code going and working which i can't blame them it's not like they were the original creators and it does feel nice though it, it feels smoother than Overprime and fall ever did which <laughs> funny thing is speaking of fall they, they're actually going to end up close, closing down their servers on November 1st, so there's only going to be two more people left trying to do the Paragon remake. Really? But, yeah. So, um, the bit, the issue with the fault was they tried to go half and half. Like, they tried to keep a lot of stuff original, but they tried to change some shit to match their own ideas. But with that, came a shit ton of bugs and they're i think they were privately funded or something like that i forget the exact detail on that but also every time they wanted to advertise show people that they were working because they, they were the first ones to have early access which is cool um Every time they advertised, there was just a shit ton of bugs that ended up popping up, which made it worse, which ended up killing the player base. And now the player base is so low, it takes half an hour just to find a casual match, which stuff like that is completely unacceptable for a game company, which makes it so people want to quit even more, and then you'll never get people back. And then it just got to the point that Fall decided to end up shutting down its servers, and they are done. So that leaves Overprime and Predecessor. And like like I was saying, Predecessor, they're supposed to have their servers come out, well, early access come out sometime then before the end of this year. I, I won't hold my breath because sometimes you, you know how gaming companies are with crap like that. Yeah. But... Even when they had the closed beta test, I thought it felt good enough that they could have had the early access right there, just with how it felt. Sure, there needed to be some balance changes with items, and maybe some characters needed a little bit of a nerf because it was just wrong how much stronger they were than the other characters. But that's just basic balancing, and you can't do that without people really playing the game, you know? Yeah, totally. And then, so, after Predecessors Overprime, I like yet hate their idea, because they're, they're ch completely changing the lore, they're doing their, uh, they, they just had the characters where, they took the code for the characters, but they completely changed everything. If that makes sense. Like, they changed the map, they changed the physics, stuff like that, it feels like. Um, what they did was they did one last tower, which, cool, it, it'll make the game faster, but they added, like, this weird sprint. 
Uh, it just... And then the bugs. They are bad with bugs. I, I feel like if they... Polished it more, it wouldn't be a bad game. But it's just not a Paragon. And so I don't know what's going to happen with that. If it's going to split the fan base between the original Paragon or Overprime. But yeah, I was going to say, honestly... Overprime might end up being dominated by the Korean side. And then Paragon will be more NAEU, personally, because it... Why do you think it'll be uh, for the Korean side? Just how much faster paced it is compared to Paragon. Uh, I've noticed it with some other games... It's just faster-paced games are usually Korean-dominated. And then anything slower-paced, it's just like... Because, you, you know, the okay. whole funny, haha, Americans are fat, lazy, slow, stuff like that. So... Did, did, I, did, yeah. I, miss a, did I miss anything interesting? Uh... Yeah, we were talking really, about no. your mom. Oh my god! She hot? No. <laughs> There's more DLC coming. Oh, dude. Hey, dude. Uh, so it's like you, you have to pay for the extra DLC. <laughs> oh, shit. Just jokes aside. Yeah, it, it's just from some the pre order side quests. <laughs> the pre order bundle. The from, deluxe. From the way Overprime fell, it just. It feels like it's going to be more dominated Korean side, and then Paragon's just... Yeah, I, I, I'm bad at explaining stuff like that, but that's just how it feels. You know when you play a game, and you have a feeling of how it's going to be and stuff like that? That's what I got from Overprime uh, Predecessor. Huh! Funny. So... I forgot to mention this, but Overprime actually ended up buying the name Paragon just to try and bring in more people into Overprime because they are doing their own thing, but they want to try and stay closer to Paragon, I guess, so that they can reel more people in, if that makes sense at all, because it already had an established fan base, and they don't want to try and bring out something new and make it feel completely different you know yeah because we know how uh combat combat what is it alliance allegiance of our allegiance of arms ava oh valorant arms. yeah the global yeah and, uh, <laughs> alliance of valiant <laughs> arms yeah sorry uh, I'm, I'm not yeah, up, i'm not yeah. up to date with the lore on that that's you and smokes thing that, that that's yeah just 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 Did, so so they released <laughs> it like i remember i remember it was <laughs> it, it was it was um it, it was like February this year and Smoke was like guys new AVA new AVA and I was like okay I'm gonna download it and it just was kind of dog shit <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden it completely was gone I completely forgot about it and then all of a sudden out of nowhere I joined Smoke's new server and then all of a sudden guys AVA is launching again after so long I was like it just released in February like what 
So but, that yeah. was actually another company trying yeah. to do a remake, but they yeah, did, apparently didn't do it good yeah. enough, and yeah. it killed it, shit like that. Well, because yeah. they tried to rebuild it on the new engine, but that was the problem, so they just said, fuck it, and just did it on the new engine 3. I, I just don't want to deal with Ava. I, 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 I Smoke like isn't even quit playing it. What happened? Time. How did it die again? It, it, it didn't die. There's still good player base and everything. It's just... It doesn't feel... It, it feels like Ava, but it doesn't feel balanced. Mm. Yeah, if they can tweak some stuff out, maybe it'll start feeling better and stuff like that, but for now, just... Yeah, I, I personally can't do it. It <laughs> doesn't feel right. Yeah. That's a shame. Oh, man. There's so much gaming shit. Naps, are you excited for any new games? Like Honestly... Anything? I have no clue. I just play games as they come out. You got, you got nothing on the horizon? <laughs> Dude, people just tell me about games that pop up, and I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. And then I just go to Steam or find YouTube videos of crap like that and try to see what piques my interest. Because with how many games I already have on Steam, I just it's hard to have the time to play every single game, you know? That's fair. Um, but let, let me see. I, I can tell you how many games I have. I think it was somewhere around 300. That's how many games I have on my Steam. Jesus, dude. Uh, no, there's some, there's some pretty interesting new games coming up. Um, one of the ones that I'm excited for, Bethesda's new game, Starfield. Starfield ah, looks, yes. Starfield looks interesting. It literally just looks like if Fallout and Elder Scrolls went to space, basically. It, it had there's... a baby with No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, what was Ghost talking about? Basically. I'll have to find the messages, but he was talking about a game and was asking me how it felt and I've, I've never played it before because it was an old game and apparently they're coming out with a new is it game dead for island? it no it's not dead island dead was... island 2 is coming out was it I'm excited for out for a while really you don't really get excited for too much too many things these days raven so I'm I'm in. I'm oh actually... God of War Ragnarok, well, dude! I'm no, hyped no, for that no, shit. No, I, I'm I'm saying like you get excited for very few things, so that's intriguing to me. <clears throat> oh, well, yeah, because they dropped the trailer like fucking ten years ago, and then they disappeared off the face of the planet. See, that's how I was with Cyberpunk. I was so hyped for Cyberpunk, like it sounded exactly like the type of game I would love to play, and it just came out and it was so. Apparently now it's a functioning game, but it's like, dude, the game's been out for, what, almost like, two years at this point, coming up soon in December? It's like, Jesus, man. I'll never forgive them for that. Yeah, it, like, CD Projekt Red, like, y'all are cool, but, man, I get people, I get like they're, I get, like, in, in a sense, you can, you can almost, you can almost, like, agree with what, with, with what they did, because... If they didn't release a game within like the next couple months, all their investors were basically gonna back out, and it was just a shit show for them. But to be fair, no. it was kind of their own fault because they took so long to develop it. So I will never agree with that at all. 
I think I think Cyberpunk could have been like one of the greatest games of like easily one of the greatest single player games of all time. If it was polished, they just it, had way it, too many issues. Way and the story was shit. That is true. The story the story kind of goes nowhere because you 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 get the you get the illusion of choice. You you get the what is it three different options, but they all end up just turning into the same story. All the same thing, and then yeah. the game ends the same way. And then guess what? There's no fucking free roam. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like that's the thing. Like, like the one thing I always liked about the Horizon games is, in the Horizon games, when when they go when when you're at the final boss, they're like, once you come here, you cannot come back, and you can only free roam. And I love that. That's that that like warning is great. That they it, it kind of reminds me of Mass Effect Three a little bit. Well, didn't uh, they eventually with... fix Mass Effect? Oh well, yeah, they find, they made it in in the end where you actually could have a different choice and Shepard could live and crap like that but before everybody was raving about how no matter what you did Shepard would end up dying and all that bullshit no and it what I do. pissed off so many people like the game felt beautiful it looked good but it just it, the story ended up pissing a lot of people off so of the naps are you thinking of dead space is what your friend was thinking of or what no so it, it, the game is actually called stalker oh so it, it, it's like uh fallout but it's like russian fallout because it's uh Whoa, what? yeah it, it, it's like the whole chernobyl incident it's oh, based shit. off of something like that with a nuclear reactor ended up just mutating shit stuff like that and yeah, I've, that, that's I, I've the idea. Always, of it. I've always, always wanted to get into the lore of Fallout, but I just can't. I don't, I don't know what it is about me, but I just, I don't know. The, I think the problem with Fallout is Fallout suffers the a lot of the same problems that Doom had for a while. I mean, Doom isn't really. If you play it for just the story, you're kind of crazy. But um, I don't the, know. Old uh, Doom and shit was yeah, pretty good. But but no, you get what I'm saying. Like it, for me, a lot of the throw off for me is. To play the old Fallout games, a it's almost you got to you got to do some wacky shit. Like you can't just buy them on Steam or anything. And b they're just they're very outdated. Like even New Vegas and even Fallout Three, they're pretty outdated. They they you try to tab out of any of those games and fucking your entire fucking game crashes and then you got to go and task manager it. <laughs> and then and then sometimes because you know it's the it's the curse of the two thousand nine two thousand eight three D games like. Call of Duty World at War has the same exact problem, so does the fear in all those fucking games. You fucking tab out of it, and your computer monitor just turns black. And you can't even open up Task Manager. That shit's just ridiculous. World at War used to never do that, and then all of a sudden it started doing that after... I don't know if it was Steam updated or something happened, but eventually something happened, and these games are just so unstable now. Well, wasn't there also an issue with actually the Unreal 5 engine is... People were saying that video cards would just crash because of the engine. I don't know if it's just the engine. Maybe in development, because because when you're in Unreal Engine five, the the amount of stuff that has to constantly be preloaded is ridiculous. Even in Unreal Engine four, my graphics card. If if I opened up Unreal Engine four and I started just painting grass everywhere, my fucking graphics card would go. <laughs> it would just go yeah. so. It would go crazy, dude. It would go so loud. Because that's it's it's so much to process and handle for it, so I think that maybe could have been a problem. I don't know about that. I know I know a lot of people were having problems with AMD cards, 
because AMD's new update was kind of doggy for a lot of the FPS games. I suffered from that too in in Apex and in COD. That a lot of my FPS games were just dying and causing my PC to completely have driver errors, like malfunctioning, to the point where I had to restart my PC. It was bad. <laughs> there, there was there was some bad shit going on. I had never been AMD my entire life, and then my friend solely, my friend he had a. 5700 and he I, I only had like a, I don't know a 1660 something I don't remember and he got he got a brand he got a newer card and so he sold me this one for like 200 bucks he only had this one for like a year not even so it's like still brand new but I mean it works fine it's just there's some driver update errors that are problems which card did you say it was it's a 5700 something I don't remember I could check. Hold on. Fifty-seven hundred. Imagine not being a sixty-eight hundred. It, like it's me. the AMD Radeon RX fifty-seven hundred XT. That's oh, my GPU. Okay. And same GPU right now as the NVIDIA GeForce RTX twenty-sixty. So <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of behind. Dude, I I asked Raven this. This is actually how I started talking to Raven again recently couple months ago two-ish months ago i asked him if he had a a, a, a motherboard with two gpu slots because this motherboard that i have doesn't i wanted to keep my 1660 because the nvink in it is so valuable for streaming oh my god that the rendering the 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 nvink rendering that it, that it has is so fucking good that it, it it's that alone makes it more valuable than any amd card in the entire world and that card is kind of doggy any any card that has has nvink for the encoder is so much more valuable to me than any other graphics card in the entire planet they can make the newest 4000 series have only have to run on 150 watts and and be able to perform for the next thousand years and i wouldn't get it because if it didn't have nvink i'm not even kidding huh i the the nvink is for trust me for streaming if you use the old nvink works really well but the new nvink too setting if you use the new nvink setting and you have a newer graphics card it it's flawless you you have you have great streaming great streams that's why if you notice i haven't streamed in like so long because i'm i'm afraid to i'm afraid my gpu is just gonna fly away and fucking grow wings i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know what because your computer is crap my computer's not fucking crap, dude. I built this motherfucker myself, you goddamn twink. A dude. motherboard with only one GPU slot? Bro, <laughs> you got a wish PC. No, dude. I picked this Raven, when I built this when I built this PC, I didn't even have a job yet. Okay? When I built this original PC, I didn't have a job yet. I, I had to pick budget parts. I, I Okay, so it's a budget shitty PC. No, it's dude. now now it's a two thousand five hundred dollar PC, but when but I not, not when I built it's it cheaper to buy a whole computer instead of parts. It's I mean ridiculous sometimes, but no, I have a brand new i7. I have it's always cheaper to build it. I have I have I have an AMD no. Radeon. Yes, yes, no, uh, yes, no, not not nowadays. I've no, looked no. for parts. Maybe maybe in that one month that the thir the thirty series was completely out of stock, and the only way to get a thirty series card that wasn't scalped. Was to get it off of off of a, a pre-built PC and throw the pre-built away, but now that that doesn't that problem doesn't exist anymore. 
That that problem is not if it Still does. It's cheaper to build yeah. it. No, it, I, I'm just saying for overall, like if you're getting a whole motherboard, a whole CPU, GPU, what? Um, uh, yeah, battery supply. That's what I meant. <laughs> battery supply. <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper to get all that yourself than to yeah. order one. And see, when I when I I had to accumulate my parts over most of COVID, and luckily during COVID when during the early stages of COVID, everything was so cheap and so perfect. I got my sixteen hundred for a hundred and thirty dollars, and then three months later, the card was three hundred and fifty dollars. It was. It's because of all the Bitcoin miners. Yeah, it was because everybody was at home. Everybody started mining Bitcoin, started doing all this bullshit on their PCs, and thinking they know everything because you know the moment one person touches one thing, they become an expert on it. You know, I hear that hear that these days so you know everybody's got to get the top of the line you know even grandma's got to get the 30 the 3070 because you know it's gonna it's gonna outperform on microsoft word so well for her so it, 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 it's funny shit speaking of that uh kid i i would say he was about 20 years old so he's not really a kid but he ended up back when i owned the computer store he brought a phone in didn't know how to turn the son of a bitch on, dude. How are you that stupid? There's a button on the side. Did did okay? What what was it? What type of phone was it? Because because if it's if it's an iPhone, you can. There's like I can think of like a thousand different ways, including if it, if it was a newer one. It was an iPhone 12. So if he would have just put his face up to the screen, it would have turned on. How did he not understand that? What? I'm confused. I, I don't was know. Was it dead? Dude. Did you just have to plug it in? <laughs> no, it wasn't even dead. It was just. Uh, I think he shut off the setting. Because I think there's a setting in iPhone 12 where you can shut that off, where if you get it too close oh. to your face, it'll. Oh, turn he, on probably, he probably because he didn't turn Face ID on, because he's like. You're going to take my face and put it all over the internet. Oh my God. It's like, but, uh, but, they already do that. I literally just took the phone. I was like, hey, you see this magical little button here? Push the motherfucker. <laughs> it was like, how do you not know that, dude? In this day and age, with everything being about electronics and crap like that, it just blows my mind. When when I had, um, when during April, 2020 when i first met you guys and we were doing the paladins team and i stopped because i was fixing pcs for my friends and stuff like that and they were paying me but what's funny is i didn't even i didn't even own a pc until literally um like a, a full functioning like i completely had all the parts myself i put it together put it in my case i didn't have that until september of 2020 and what's funny is is i had when i built my first pc it's very similar to the one I have now, just with more modern parts. Um, my PC, I kid you not, I I probably still have a picture somewhere. Was it was in a was in a uh, was in a case, okay, that had no airflow. It was just one big metal box from two thousand six, and on the side of it, it had a big E. It was called the E machine. I looked it up. You can look these up. It was an old line of PCs, and. On the side of it, I'm not even kidding. This thing, dude, if somebody would have broken my house and if they had any knowledge of anything, they would have looked at this been like, damn, that shit's junk. But it would have been like a $2,000 PC inside. Literally, this thing had on the side of it had a sticker that literally said, things you can do on the e-machine, view photos, open the internet, 
It was like like the most basic funny shit, and it had this picture of like the old Windows uh, XP like um, background screen. It was so fucking hilarious. I, but then I finally, me and my friend would always joke about this. We found this on Newegg. We found this big pink cylinder case from Japan, and it it was called like the Game X. It was a like super long funny name, and we would always joke like, "We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it." And then one day, I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I am gonna get it." And I got it as a joke, and it's actually fucking hilarious. It's so good for airflow. <laughs> it actually has great airflow, but it looks so fucking stupid. It's just this big pink cylinder. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, man. Uh. But no, Raven, I remember when you were building your new PC, buddy. You were you were all oh, yeah. You were excited. You were like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I got this. Fuck this, yeah. This. You were like... you. You're like squeezing. You're just fuck yeah, dude. I spent a good amount of money on it and built it myself. It was amazing. How much did you spend on your computer? Uh, thirty six hundred. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't gonna pay six thousand dollars for somebody to build it for me. <laughs> Gaming on Mac moment. No, well, and just anything Aww. in general. Like I looked up, I looked up, uh. I looked up my exact specs on iBuyPower, CyberPower PC, and other places. It would have costed me six thousand dollars to get the same PC, but it cost me only thirty six to build it myself. Oh my god, dude! What do you got in there? A fucking, yeah. Like, what do you got a a dildo in there that like automatically fucks you or what? Like, why is it so expensive? What do you what graphics card you got? I got the Radeon uh, 6800 XT Sapphire Nitro Plus. Did you overspend for it, or did you get it for retail? I got it for retail. Ooh. And then, and then I have the AMD 5950X. Wait, you have two graphics cards? No, it's a CPU, oh, dumbass. Oh. oh, dude, fuck. I I I don't know of the only person. The and then I AMD have my motherboard is the Corsair. Dark Hero Seven or Eight. You have, I have, you have the Ryzen thirty seven hundred X. You you guys actually use AMD chipset chipsets? Y'all are crazy, dude! Holy, because they're better. I mean, AMD no, is yes, yeah, it, it's higher quality than yes. Intel nowadays, especially. Yes, however, I'm not gay, so that's why you use Nvidia because you think you're better when you're not. No, dude. No, and, and, it's okay no. to be gay with the computers, okay? Because I'd rather my CPU take two dicks at once than only be able to handle one. No, helps dude. get shit done faster. No, the dude, the i, I kid you not, the new gen i seven is amazing, and they have an even newer one no. coming out, the thirteenth gen. I don't and, even know Intel if that's out fucking yet. sucks compared to eight AMD, hundred percent. Did you see the uh, Intel was like, we are currently. We are currently, uh, I think they said something about like how they wanted to develop graphics cards and everybody was just like, no, please. They came out with them already. Did they? They, they did. Because they were like, we are They're currently in the works. They're budget as hell. They're, one of them is actually super glued together. Dude, literally the Intel it, Intel makes PCs for, or makes makes chips chipsets for PCs that are meant to completely have no graphics card and is completely meant to run off the fucking CPU to perform for it. But um, the problem with that is that that kind of that sucks in the long run because eventually it, it 
wears down the CPU a lot, especially since they're cheaply built. It wears it down over like five years. You're only gonna have max out of a pre-built office PC that's like eight hundred bucks. I don't know, fucking five years, not even. Your CPU is gonna be fucking being able to cook steak like a PS4, like. Not to mention what I heard they what they do with Intel CPUs. I'll never buy one again. They'll f- they fuck them in, dude. They fuck them. No, they have a separate OS into the chip themselves. That's constantly communicating with Intel servers, sending them your information. Good. Then they can personalize more dildo ads for me, please. I don't like that. However, here's the funny thing. I do like when the 5000 series came out, like the 5950X. Intel was literally sitting there like two or three years ago, and they actually publicly admitted that they they can't outbeat AMD at the moment and that they're sorry. Like yeah, we're trying. Our bad. The the only the only AMD uh, chipset that I know that has like that that most of my friends use they use the Threadripper. I don't know if that's still good anymore. Do they did they update? Is there an updated version of the Threadripper? Or is that just a line? Threadrippers are amazing. They're like twenty four cores. Jesus fuck. <clears throat> They still hold up for if you're doing high quality renders and other types of video editing. They are amazing. One of the best uh, cards if you're doing if you're doing computer animations and VFX, one of the best cards you can get, and it's not the new ones, is the old NVIDIA four thousand uh what are they? The R- the RTOs? What are they I don't remember what they're called. They're like this four thousand dollar fucking graphics card, and they suck at gaming, but they render shit like like it's nothing. Like they're fucking crazy. They they put all the power into fucking rendering. But no, well, that's the whole re- point of them. Yeah, I know, and it's it's great. But I remember somebody bought one on. I don't remember if it was. I think I saw it on Reddit. It was on like I don't remember what subreddit it was. The dude was like, bought this four thousand dollar piece of junk, dude. Doesn't even play video games. And he was talking about how like the performance was dog shit. And the dude goes, buddy, you got a graphics card for rendering. You didn't even get the right fucking card. He goes, but four thousand's higher than two thousand. <laughs> Wrong fucking series, you dumb fuck. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. Four thousand's higher than two thousand. Hey, it's worth back. more, so it's better. <laughs> yeah, dude, four thousand dollars, dude. A higher price point should be better. <laughs> oh, people uh, are frowning on him. Don't get how people can be so stupid nowadays. It blows my mind. And no, Raven, I know, I know you get, I know you have something against Nvidia, but the the encoder they have. I don't have anything against Nvidia. I just don't trust them after what they did with the two thousand and three thousand series cards. But no. I mean, same Nvidia's, reason why I feel bad for anybody who gets a four thousand series. The people who get four thousands need to go to hell, like they need to burn. But anybody, but the NVENC in the newer cards is crazy. I if you're, I get it, I get it. If you're doing a game, sure, go in AMD. But if you want to do anything on streaming end, Nvidia has like way over the top because AMD focuses less on that and completely more on the gaming side of it, like more on just the graphics. AM NVIDIA cards are more like a round, like a well-rounded type style where they can do a little bit of everything at the cost of a little less performance. 
I just don't like buying things from a shitty company. That's all. And, and also, um, also the four thousand series is ridiculous. That's that's a that's an actual joke. I don't remember. That's a cap. It no, it, it is. It, it's complete bullshit. The the cards have to have a power supply unit of like twelve hundred and fifty watts, and that's 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 baseline. That means if it if it somehow surges at any time, you're blowing your PC up. It's dying. And also in the test runs, so there's this thing called called Moore's Law. You might have heard of it. Basically, Moore's Law says that as PCs get more powerful, the the amount of energy to to basically like the amount of energy and electricity that needs to that needs to run them, and that's just true. So and, and, and Nvidia is like, we're just gonna get ahead of the curve. We're just gonna get immediately ahead of the curve. So we're just gonna go all the way to the top, top of the line, twelve hundred fifty watt PSU, and you're in there and it's going to be like the greatest card which is just not true it's going to probably just have a little better performance in the 30 series but the problem with that is when they were testing them they they were they were killing motherboards they were frying motherboards they were so because the cert when you surge over 1300 watts that's a lot of fucking shit going into your fucking pc they were completely dying killing pcs like they wouldn't even turn on anymore so I think anybody who buys a baseline 4000 series, honestly, I think anybody who buys a baseline NVIDIA card until the TI series comes out is fucking dumb, to be honest. But it's the shady practices of NVIDIA I don't like. My uh... Like, for example, the 2000 series came out. Oh, my God. DirectX 12. Oh, my God. Our cards can do DirectX 12. Look at this shit. <laughs> and then guess what? Everybody got the cards. Guess what? Oh, yeah. We fucked up. Yeah, they don't really do DirectX 12 well. Oh, my God. We're sorry. But the RTX. But the RTX. <laughs> and then everybody and then everybody fucking like was like, oh, okay, we understand. And then like they come up with a 3000 series. Oh, yeah. These actually do it and do a lot better than the 2000 series. We're sorry. <laughs> and then they still fucked it up. They, they fucked up, I believe, the uh, 3070s. Had, we're supposed to have eight gigabytes of RAM, and somebody found out that it was actually only giving you six gigabytes. A Nvidia denied it up and fucking down. Oh my god, no, you get the full eight gigabytes, and then like they proved no, you didn't. Oh, yeah, we're sorry, we're sorry. <laughs> no, dude, uh, my my history teacher, or not my history teacher, I do a youth service leadership. With the new history teacher who teaches the tenth tenth uh, graders, I help out in his classroom, and he he his name is, oh, I'm not gonna give his name out. Never mind, that's a bad idea. But his friend got a job at Nvidia, and his friend is a te a tech support or not tech support tech. He he's like a technician. Like he he works on support cases that people have with technical problems on on the card. So for example, somebody who send their card in, right? And be like, my card has fucking bugs in it. And he has to go in and clean that shit out. Or somebody's like fucking somebody fried their entire PC because the card surged over 1250 Watts. It's his job to go in and find out why the fuck that happened. But, um, yeah, those, he was telling me that he says it's a, he says it's a nightmare right now. Nvidia's stock is tanking really badly. Cause their investors are like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're like, no, it's going to make sense in the long run. So they're they're panicking right now at Nvidia, and I mean most I think the problem with Nvidia is they were like, well everybody's just gonna buy your cards because Bitcoin mining exists, and then when uh, crypto started dying, they kind of they kind of went into full blown panic because they didn't realize they realized they had no idea what the fuck they were gonna do now. 
Well, wasn't NVIDIA trying to put a block on the whole crypto mining? So they made yeah. like specialty crypto mining cards and specialty gaming yeah. cards, crap yeah. like that. And the problem was, is the, the crypto cards were dog shit. And so were the gaming ones. And then people found out that that you that the the crypto ones were just thirty seven hundreds, but they just they they didn't even they didn't even like get rid of the the technology or the hardware. It was still there. It was just locked. So all you had to do was just go into the into the like some sort of code. I don't remember what it was. You could just code it to just run at full at the full power, and it would just work the same. So then people were just buying these cards because they were cheap as fuck, and then Nvidia got stopped selling them because they were like, oh, that's fucking stupid. But uh, no. I mean, performance-wise, this 5700 is is great. I I think it's great, but for streaming-wise, I'm I'm afraid I'm going to like I'm going to stream one day and then I'm going to wake up and then this thing's going to be fucking eating my strawberries in the in the kitchen. I don't know what's going to happen, dude. It could just grow it's grow legs and walk away. <laughs> also, not to mention when uh, so I have fucking I have fucking butterfingers and I got these meaty-ass fingers when I was when I was first building my PC, I, I need to get a new motherboard, but I just, I'm so lazy. I'm pulling a naps here. I was just so lazy that I've just never done it. When I was building this PC like two and a half, you know, two-ish years ago, I, there, there was like, uh, I don't remember what it, what it was, but I broke it off and I was like, fuck. And so I just, I didn't even put it back on. I just, I tried to see if I could just stick it back down and it would work and it didn't. I just said, fuck it, threw it away. I don't know if it ever did anything because my PCs ran at normal performance ever since. But it, it was scary because I was like, oh, fuck, dude, I just broke my fucking motherboard. Was it a was it a round thing? Yeah, it was a comp 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 comp. You, you probably comp. took away some um, resistor or fucking yeah, I was thinking thermal it was a resistor. dissipator. Yeah, it was probably resistor or comp. Uh, I don't remember. Something comp. I don't remember. I tried to look it up one day and kind of found an answer, but. Well, it, it, it's kind of funny because me personally, back back when I, I had my business, I I literally just bought my parts, gave the computer to my employee and said, put this shit together. <laughs> <laughs> I got away with that shit, dude. <laughs> so, he, you he don't... Was... oh, sorry, go he ahead, was... go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say he he literally wasn't doing anything at the time, anyways. All he, it was during the time when Bitcoin or uh, cryptocurrency mining was at its peak, and so video or cards went through the roof in price and shit like that. So he he was trying to actually find a video card at the time, and. All I did was buy a motherboard, a CPU, and RAM, and had them transfer everything. So, Naps, you don't own that company anymore, do you? That business? Hell no. Yeah, I know you said you sold it. Did you... Did Was it like... Did Did you sell it for like what it was worth, or more than it was worth, or did you get undersold on it? Hell no. <laughs> I wanted the fuck out. I literally lowballed myself just so I could get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. It, it, it's Damn. Just, where I live, it doesn't have enough population, and everybody here are cheap cunts, dude. Like, I I'm telling you. So, uh, iPhone 12, back when they first came out, to buy a screen, it was 
400 bucks for us to buy like the LCD screen to so that we can try and transfer it, fix it, bullshit like that. Yeah. Well, I told people 520 because 80 bucks for the labor and then 40 bucks just for extra for the screen. Trying to be nice, all that bullshit. And do you know how many times people would be like, no, hell, even for like 80 bucks down here for an iPhone XR is what I charged one time for a person. And they're like, that's too fucking expensive. How? <laughs> no. How? And the funny thing about, about the iPhones is the screen isn't even the most expensive part of it. It's the fucking back glass. Now, on the new ones, uh, on the new ones, uh, like my phone, it doesn't have the back glass anymore. They got rid of that. Because now they use the the back, but like the iPhone eight and the iPhone, yeah, the iPhone eight, the back glass on that phone was so expensive. It was like, it 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 was cheaper to buy a new phone. It was actually cheaper to just buy a new phone. Let let me educate you for a second. So the glass itself is not actually. It's only like five or ten bucks. Yeah, I know, but it's Apple is just of getting that bitch out, dude. It. Yeah. I, if you don't have that fancy laser bullshit that they have now, literally you can sit there chipping at the glass for a good eight to sixteen hours to get that bitch off. Well, I know and like so, Apple would because it's Apple, and you know they gotta have everything. You know you gotta be Apple certified to do this. You gotta be Apple certified to do that. And I know oh, like, fuck. dude, yeah. I could imagine you probably had troubles with that because I is it? Were, did you ever get? the apple certification for that or no fuck no yeah do you know how much regulations and bullshit they have if you try to do something like that fuck you yeah and also i think don't don't you as the years before that don't you as the employer also have to pay them to have the certificate the the certification to do it (laughs) like and you also was it something about i think i think because somebody talked i don't remember if it funny funny enough to get in in the first place a certain amount every month. They would send work to you, but it's like we're in a shitty little town. It's not much people coming through this actual town. It. They just go through the highway. And so it's just like they're not going to come here because there are a lot of different places that are closer. And it's just like, no, I was going to say it's, that's that's um, a that's like a that's a city thing. Like you would only do that if you were like in an urban area. And even now, brick-and-mortar stores are dying, so... If I was in fucking Salt Lake or Moab or some bullshit like that, I could have made fucking bank compared to down here, is the thing. Literally, I would always compare my screen prices. I would always go about 10% cheaper, 15% cheaper than anywhere in the state. So that I could keep up... uh, trying to get people interested in coming in and getting phones and fixed and th- shit like that's that. That's exactly what we have to do where I live here uh, in the small town. Um, so, like, I don't live near the urban areas of Minnesota. So, in this small town, everything has to be – unless unless you're just – you are just, you know, it. Like, you're the spot that everybody goes to, like that one restaurant or whatever. You have to charge 15 to 20% less than what's normally being charged for that same stuff. Like that same service in in the cities, uh, our where I work the the pizza that we used to that we used to cook used to be like um, you could get a large pizza for like 
$14. And then when everything started rising, 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 now you go to the, I, for example, we just did this. We just went and had pizza in the cities when we were on a college visit and it was like $25 for a large pizza. And then I was like, damn, cause I was pissed off cause we started raising our prices and now it's like $17 for a large pizza where I live. But, but you go to a restaurant that basically gives you the exact same thing, basically, you know, and oh my God, it's just a little higher quality and you get the $25 price mark on it for a fucking large pizza. That And that was to eat in. That wasn't even charging, like, with DoorDash and shit like that. I could imagine that shit would have been, like, or not DoorDash, but, like, when you're DoorDashing food, I can imagine that's got to be fucking expensive. You got delivery fee. You got tips. You got fucking support local fee. Fucking stupid. Like, they just make shit up, bro. Like, mini, like, minis, like the, the Minnesota fee. Just some random goofy fee for no reason. Not even the tax. It's just a fee for being living here. Like you, you see, I live in BFE, Utah, so I, I yeah. don't have to deal with shit like that. Yeah. If I want pizza, I I go. I personally go to a place called Little Sleezers or Little Caesars. Is Little Sleezers? <laughs> I have just always called it Little Sleezers for as long pizza. as I can remember. But it's uh. Do they still have five dollar pizzas? No, it's oh, dude. nowadays because of all the prices rising and bullshit like that. By the way, Raven. What the fuck were you trying to say earlier? What? What were you trying to say before he went off his on his pizza tangent? I have no idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. it was when we were talking about phones and stuff like that. So I don't I, remember I trying to say anything. No, Little Caesars is like the Dasani of pizza chains. Like, last resort, I'll gulp it down. But... If I can get just about anything else, I'm going to get it. Uh, I, I prefer even Little Domino's. Caesars. I don't even like Domino's, but I would take Domino's a thousand years of my life than I would take Little Caesars. <laughs> no, well, Little Caesars bacon wrap pizza was fucking bomb, man. Dude, okay, Pizza Hut, ass. But some Pizza Huts, good, depending on where you go. The one thing that I loved about all Pizza Huts was those Cinnabon cinnamon roll, like six bucks, and you got that big container, like the pizza tray of fucking cinnamon rolls. Oh, my God. I, dude, I, oh, my. Whew. It's, oh, th those things, gulping those down was like, oh, man. That's like a whole, if you never did that, you're missing out on life. You're, you're missing out on the pleasures of, of our modern society. The one good I, thing about it. I can't eat too much greasy food, so. But. Um, when I went down to, this is, culture is so weird because like, you know, the United States is really big. Like, for example, I was just talking to you naps, well, sort of about how you literally are like not even on the West coast technically. And you're still like a two day trip away from us. Like it would take us like 18 hours to drive to where you live. And you're not even, uh -huh. you're not even a coastal state, <laughs> but, um, flying would, would only take two hours. Uh, yeah, it was like a two hour and 30 minute flight when I looked, but it, it's also really cheap to go to Utah. So mm -hmm. I was going to say, uh, I know my dad goes through because other one... than Salt Lake City, like what is there to do? Like breathe. <laughs> so Moab, <laughs> that's yeah. literally the whole thing about Moab is it's one of the few uh, tourist place because of all the red sand and or red rocks and bullshit like that because of the. Yeah, 
it's there's a bunch of fucking but, science and but like the, the, the cultural the, the cultural change is just ridiculous we went down to arkansas in april and so arkansas it, dude arkansas and when we went down there for, for to see our family uh i i kid you not it, arkansas is a goofy uh place man it Instead of in here in Minnesota, in every small town that has about two thousand, no, probably two and a half thousand people more, McDonald's is in every town. Okay, McDonald's is your, and I would imagine it's probably a, a little similar in Utah, where McDonald's is kind of just everywhere. You know, any place they can, any place they can make a dollar, there's gonna be a McDonald's there. Our Burger King, dude. I have five subways in my town. Subway, two subway, dude. I had, I had three subways within a twenty mile drive of me. Trust me, I know. But um, when you get down to Arkansas, there's Subway, there's Burger King, and there's McDonald's every once in a while. But do you know what there is in every fucking town? Five hundred people. It's in this town. Thousand people. It's in this town. Fifty thousand people. There's thirty of them. Dude, Sonic. There is Sonic. In every town in that state, I swear. We literally went through a town that had only, or, or no, we were staying in a town because we were going to see our family. They only live in a town that has about 1,200 people in it. So it's like, it's a fifth of the size of the town I live in, right? And they had it, two it, Sonics. It's funny, our Sonic had to close down because it wasn't see, getting it, enough business. And, and, and it's just like a culture thing because down there, you know, you go to Sonic, you don't go to McDonald's. Sonic does breakfast sonic sonic dude we i was like you know what i haven't had sonic breakfast before because i never have sonic because we only have probably two sonics in the entire state but when when uh when, when we went down there i was like you know what i never had sonic breakfast i'll go have it so i woke up at like 7 30 in the morning and i and i i've never seen a line so long in such a small town there had to have been at least a third of the town going to get Sonic breakfast. I it it baffled me. I was I was in shock. I was in awe. I was like, Jesus. And Waffle House is like the same way down down south in the east. Fucking dude. And Waffle House is ratchet, dude. That's where you go to see people die. Like people fucking kill each other. Uh, Waffle House sounds like fucking blue waffle. Dude, house. no, dude. <laughs> <I'm just disgusting. laughs> no, dude. Waffle House is. I actually have been to a Waffle House. Funny enough. And Waffle Houses are so weird because they don't look like a normal restaurant like in today's time because they just have never updated anything other than like like their logo or like the way they build the buildings or how they design them. They're all the exact same and they have been for like the past like 60 years. They're fucking it's so goofy in there and it's like oh my gosh man the amount of shit that goes down. You can just look up Waffle House and the top result will probably be fights after it like it's there is some i i've seen the, there's a there's an old vine that used to make me f fucking laugh a lot it's at a waffle house and that and it's literally like a girl behind the counter like an actual waffle house worker beating the fuck out of this lady smashing her head on the on the on like the bar and the guy just goes can i please get a waffle can i please get a waffle <laughs> that fucking that tiktok used to fucking make me laugh that was like my favorite shit you know what i want to know how the fuck did we get to this when we were talking about games no, and computers this, and shit like that? This... <laughs> when you want a waffle, you just want a waffle. Dude, they're open 24-7, too. They don't ever close. Uh... You can go at 2 in the morning and get a waffle. No, I... this is the podcast. This is what makes our podcast great. See, t t instead of instead of having a, like, Joe Rogan where we're going to have, like, 
a specific time to do this and this and this, and, and then we have to do sponsor reads because we're not that popular yet because Raven doesn't have to do that yet until we get sponsors. Well, I, I, but, I feel like this is a podcast for people with ADHD. Literally. Because, because, because most of it is. But this... Autism uh, Central. No, that that's exactly what we should rename it to, the Autism Cast. Because it, it, it is... It is completely the autism beast. <laughs> the the problem the problem that I I don't want our podcast to be like normal podcasts where everything is exactly cookie cutter set in stone before you do it. We go in and I wouldn't say we necessarily wing it. Like we have topics we're going to talk about, but we just talk about whatever the fuck we want and that's how we make our podcast. That's exactly why I think having guests is great cuz I've tried I, that's the problem that I did when I when I did our first. That's why I was nervous to even have a guest, but luckily you did exactly how we wanted like this to go because this is exactly how I was thinking. You know, just normal cast, but we just have somebody else fucking talking and speaking. But uh, when I did I'm it with you got through it with a smoke thing because he no. probably just sat there bitching for full two yes, hours. That's, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> no, if smoke oh ever my watches God, this, this game sucks because it lags. All I, my okay, shots miss because it you, lags. No, oh my I, God. I can I can go to I'm gonna just skip to a random point in that video and I guarantee it will just be smoke talking about something and he's bitching. I almost bet money on it. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to 46 minutes, 47 minutes, 33 seconds. Oh God, I I, I like the guy, but it's just the amount of complaining he can do blows my mind. But he's a the, Brit. <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude the, the the Brits wake up and don't get to see the sun, so I I don't blame them. <laughs> no, when I had smoke on the the podcast way back a year ago, the the problem that I had is I I was so nervous about doing it with a, with like with having a guest on the show that I I I did every topic completely like like exactly when I was gonna do it when how I was gonna do it how I was gonna ask the question and I was even like almost revert rehearsing because Smoke was waiting for his dad to bring him something. So I was like Isn't literally everybody nervous the first time. Well, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're such a fucking dumbass. No. And he got smoked. And I got smoked. Dude. Oh, I was going to say, dude, I would have felt so bad for you because you try to do something like that with smoke. It ain't going to cut out. It, it, it actually, funny enough, I felt it, it went better than i imagined it i originally just was like you know what i'm just i, I was bored and i was like smoke you want to do this podcast and i was just joking because we were just playing paladins and he just goes sure and i was like oh i did not expect you to say yes to that and oh then, god you were still playing paladins <laughs> no this was this was this was like a year ago dude. the superior overwatch I don't even think i even met raven yet uh, by that point uh, i don't know i don't even think raven, raven would have been on no. my I don't even know if Raven would have been on my friends list yet by that point. Oh, whoops. Let's see. It, it was good until July... it the 60s. I want to say OB60s. The early, dude, the, like in the 30s, I think that was its prime. Open beta well, 30 was great. I, I would say around OB40, it was still pretty goddamn good. Like, I, it felt I think decent. the game died for me. No, and funny enough, the game died for me way after it died for most people. Most people had died in like 2018, 2019. The game died after, or right before Tiberius. No, right as Tiberius. When Tiberius launched, I 
I think I lost all hope for my life after that. I, well, uh, I, I was more around like OB55, somewhere around there. I'm which like, would have been fucking they are, what? They are starting to do bad patches like this. Oh, is, dude, when they it, started doing bad patches. And, and then they're like, oh, hey, we have something that'll fix this. Oh, <laughs> no, dude, 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 the patches, the patches, when the patches started to become bad, that, that was when I, I knew that the game was going downhill. So when Hi-Rez, when they created Evil Mojo or whatever in, in, in the complete dedicated team, and then all of a sudden they started having these bad patches. They're like, guys, we're going to fix it. And I was like, oh, I've, I've heard this before. I've heard this like a thousand times before, man. I've heard so this. So that was actually before Evil Mojo. Evil Mojo was afterwards, after the whole card disaster and crap like that. Wasn't Evil Mojo tw early 2018 or am I, am I getting nope. trolled? You're, you're trolling yourself. Oh. When, when was it? Tw tw wait, what the fuck? Oh my god. The podcast... The podcast got... The Smoke podcast got uploaded the, the first day I ever talked to Raven. Wow. It's a sign. But but yeah, it was... It was later than that. And I believe it was like... Uh, OB68, OB70 is when Evil Mojo started taking over. Which really? they have done a little better. Mm. With updates, but it's uh, with bug fixes, yes. Um, with with characters, no. They still... I hate the whole everybody gets caught bullshit. Ah, uh, dude, that pisses me. That drives me insane. It's like literally, you're fucking the healers over. You're making them useless. Period. Well, they nobody, can't do anything. No, in the bots weren't banging. Then fucking maybe fix your service so people don't crash every goddamn game. Like it. Oh, well, the servers have always been horrible. Like well, no, I don't I, you ever get what, expect you, to get better. You, you get what I'm saying, though. You're, you're fixing the problem by not fixing the problem. That's exactly all Evil Mojo does. Oh, you guys want the problem fixed? All right, here's a new character that's going to completely. Oh, that's exactly no, what Hyrus was doing. I, I know, no, no, no. But I'm saying like th that's their mentality, and that's why Paladins has died. Like it has been dying since it released because a character is broken, and so then they go, "Okay, guys, we know this character is broken." So instead of nerfing them, here's a character that's even more broken that is going to be the only counter for the next six months to this character because now there's one counter so you can't bitch about it. And then... Also, oh, like League of Legends, everything's so dude, broken. Oh my god, dude. And then, and then that's how you get... And then that is how you get Rom and fucking Tiberius. Where Tiberius, when he came out, because Rom had Juggernaut and that was 75%, he could get that every... Basically, I don't even remember what it was, but with that card, you could get it down to 10 seconds. You could be 75% and you would run for like 10 seconds. Oh my god, dude. And then that's when you get characters like Tiberius, which Tiberius would literally, you could be the most brain dead, like, four-year-old and drop a 250k damage game. Because he was just so busted when he came out. Yeah, but they also released ROM when COT was at its lowest. So oh, literally, dude, it, ROM was he bad, had. dude. ROM's release, bro, you could sit on point for literal days. The matches were like that one patch when, oh my god, they did that with Nando too. That one patch where the Nando shield could be re would when you could put it up and down, like, like without uh -oh, the timer. I still have a video on my channel somewhere where there was the first point fight took 13 minutes. It was not very fun. Trust me. The that, that fucking game turned 
turned psycho. Uh, that is where Overwatch is a little bit better, because they actually have where if you get a kill, you can capitalize on Well, on Overwatch it. also I'm, has Blizzard Unless you use too. ultimates. Blizzard fucking sucks. No, like the, the there's that sense of Blizzard polish which isn't necessarily that good, but you know well, your the, the game mechanics are usually better, but as a company you, you they know, fucking suck. No, no, you know that Blizzard the Blizzard polish is you know the game is going to look good and you know it's going to look clean and have good hitboxes, but it's not good R34. Yeah, dude. That's the problem with Blizzard games, bro. Always R34. <laughs> oh, I have a question for you, Naps. I have a serious question for you, Naps. Is there actually... Is there... Is, so, there? I saw something. I couldn't believe my eyes. I don't know if it's actually in the game or not. It was the most revealing outfit on May I had ever seen in Overwatch 2. Is that actually in the game? Like, her in a bikini? Is that actually in the game? I don't know. I'll check right now for you. Dude, that, that, that was... The, it, literally, you could see like her, uh, her, her, her stuff. Like, not. Her I feel like that's a mod. So I, I'll if it's, a, check I, for I would you. imagine it's a mod because it looked way too like, like that shit would have been in a in an M plus game. That would have been that was it was it was. I, brutal. I just let me sit on my face. What are you talking about? No, I mean, no, no, I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> speaking uh... of characters sitting on her faces, no. <laughs> uh the new bayonetta but she's kind of just it's like it's not proportionate right have you you guys heard the new okay i'm sorry for while naps is checking have you heard the new bayonetta 3 controversy yeah everybody in there yeah enough and shit like that yeah did you hear the conclusion to the story though naps no the conclusion was she was completely fucking lying her the according and this was backed up by like multiple sources um she apparently they they were only going to pay her four thousand dollars and she said this is immoral and this is not right she said i'm gonna leave and they they in in platinum games was like okay hold on hold on so they're talking to nintendo nintendo goes well yeah go ahead pay her more if you need to and so they were like okay here's what we're gonna do we're gonna charge you four thousand dollars per session and at minimum, there's going to be five sessions, and at most, it's going to be eight sessions. So you're going to walk away with like fourth. You're going to walk away with 20 like to 40, th- twenty to thirty. Yeah, twenty to forty thousand dollars for one game. And she goes sessions. Or they also said that according to according to Platinum Games, the sessions were only going to be four hours long, which means she was getting about a thousand dollars per hour to voice Bayonetta three. And and funny enough. She then said that that was not enough money and that she was getting treated immorally despite that being over 70% more than what she was paid to do Bayonetta 2. So I was going to say, I feel like that's actually a pretty goddamn and, good deal, and according And according to, according to um, like other voice actors, this is extremely high. The people who did the dub for the new Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie... And this is this is completely bullshit. I think this isn't right. They apparently came out and said they only got paid two hundred and fifty dollars to voice the entire movie. How? Like, what? yeah, they. Um, Dude, that's just wrong. That, that is a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> that is bad. But no, so this chick. So then, when they when they confronted her about it, she quote said, instead of trying to be like, "No, I have proof." Here, here's here's the contract that that says that they were only going to pay me four thousand for the entire time. She, instead of doing that, just absolutely said this. She goes, an absolute lie. I would like to put this whole bloody franchise behind me, frankly, and get on with my life in theater. 
She wrote in an email, according to Bloomberg. And um, I thought it was only 2000 at first. No, no, no. It was. And, and okay, here, here's what she wanted. So she declined that, even despite it being $4,000 per session. She said, uh, they said, in response to this, Taylor reportedly requested a six-figure payment in residuals on the game, which means she would get basically like a percent or two of the game's revenue from there on and anything no. dealed with it. No. So, You're so, not GTA, fuck off. So, so then Platinum declined this counteroffer and said it was extremely too high. After the two parties couldn't come to an agreement, began holding auditions for a new voice actor. Thus, we get uh, Jennifer Hale, who voiced um, she she voiced somebody in Mass Effect, and she voices Ash in Overwatch. So Who imagine she the voice of Mass Effect. Uh, she voiced um, Commander Shepard, female Commander Shepard. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but so imagine Ash's voice, but with is Ash British in the in Overwatch? No. Okay. She's more like that uh like old, McCree. A cowgirl type deal, yeah. Okay. So imagine the Ash voice actor with more of a uh British accent and there you go. That's huh. what that's what the new bayonet is gonna sound like. Apparently, Honestly, I do feel voice actors need to get paid, paid a little more. bit more. Yes. Yeah. It, Especially when you find out what the three actors for GTA five got paid when that game made a billion dollars in three days. I don't even. I've never even uh, heard their sales numbers. How much did those fuckers? They they, they got paid like around. They got paid like around twenty. I, I I don't quote me because I know Rockstar started to get better after the whole GTA four controversy they had with that voice actor, but I believe that they got paid like thirty k. That's, I mean, at the time in twenty thirteen, they because I mean they knew GTA was gonna be big, but I don't think they knew it was gonna be that big. I I so, think thirty k would have been a good start. But I think what they should have done is they should have then tried to request for residuals because I bet Rockstar probably. I think they did. I think they did get that though because they came back for future GTA Online DLCs. I was gonna say because Franklin's in a decent amount of the new DLCs. So, Mm -hmm. but no, um, voice actors. Because the thing is, everybody just goes, "Well, I could voice act." Okay, then fucking do it, moron. Literally, the the problem is voice acting is isn't just. It's it's not to yes it's not to the scale that regular acting is but that's why actors get paid millions of dollars or whatever even though they get way overpaid but voice acting is a super hard skill to learn like to do it and plus making those connections making everything possible voice acting considering that people people always complain about well voice actors just need to do a sim half 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 decent job but the problem is okay if no. you want a half decent job play your game on mute play a single player game that has a lot of dialogue on mute and see how happy you are about that game because it's gonna be dog shit even in even when voice acting is terrible too that's even worse you people fucking bitch about the voice acting did match up to the lips the voice acting uh, was uh, so uh, no, bad it depends on the game for the whole mute god the of war is a great example for needing great voice acting horizon zero dawn horizon forbidden west another two yeah exactly oh and horizon was fucking great dude her, the, the the thing about the horizon games is is similar to um resident evil village the games were not produced in english but then had to be translated perfectly because that was going to be their one of their biggest audiences so um the funny enough the, the nice thing about japanese and english is if you make the same lip movements you can kind of semi get away with it looking like somebody's actually speaking that's why in resident evil because resident evil they're they're designed like they're speaking the jap fun fun fact the game's designed to be played in japanese that game is the a thousand percent 
better in Japanese and is designed to be played in Japanese. That's why sometimes the lips just seem like they're off, but they you can't quite figure out what it is. That's what. It's, bec it's the same thing with anime voice acting, where sometimes the lips will just not be right, but you don't know what it is. But that's why. Well, because Village the number seven or eight? Eight. Village is number eight. eight yeah. Number seven was also designed in Japan, but I believe that was Capcom US that, that did that one more, I believe. So uh, I don't know, dude. I don't uh, really... But I know Resident Evil Eight. The, Resident Evil Eight. They wanted to. They they wanted to do this whole new big story thing. So they hired this team from Japan, and the team did a phenomenal job on the game. But Dude, the, I hate me. Okay, hate me. But Resident Evil Seven and Eight are better than the rest. I would say to a degree, it yes. Depends. If you're talking about Resident Evil Four. No. The used to be a, uh, a good one, yeah. Well, with that this new remake of Resident Evil 4 too, supposedly the remake is really good. We, Me and Raven watched the review reveal trailer for that. Yeah. It looks amazing, and I, I must say that I think... I, I, definitely Resident Evil 7 and 8 are definitely two of the greatest Resident Evils. They're definitely they're prequels, by the way. Yeah, I would definitely say they're they're great. They're probably top three, honestly, for me. I think it probably goes. Hmm. I yeah, it's probably like Resident Evil Four, uh, Village, and then. Um, They're literally prequels, though. Yeah. Well, They're trying to show you guys. how the virus came to be, the T virus. It came from the mold. Uh, See, that, that that makes sense. But um, have you guys ever played Total War Warhammer? Yes. No, I have not. Yeah, I have the first game. I am so low IQ, I can't beat it on easy. <laughs> You're fucking with me, right, Raven? <laughs> no, no, go to my go to my Steam history, Raven Bones. Okay, I have over a hundred hours. I haven't beat the campaign yet. I even followed Delrith, who was a streamer for Angry Joe. He played it on legendary difficulty. I copied the same moves as him, okay? And we had the same encounters, okay? But he's on legendary. I'm on fucking easy. And I did the battles, the troops, and everything the same way he did, and I can Continued to fucking lose and get my ass handed to so me. I you can't have to the change game. the setup on easy. Because what the AI is going to do is they're pretty much going to bum rush you. So if you. <laughs> well, see, I didn't know that. I, I kept having rebellions and my <laughs> chick. I don't know what the fuck to do, but I love the games. I actually own all three, even though I can't beat a single fucking one of them. So I have a shit ton of the Total War games. My favorites are definitely Three Kingdoms, Warhammer 2, Warhammer 3. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Warhammer 2 is so much better than Warhammer 1. The mechanics Dude, just feel so much cleaner. And I want Three Kingdoms. I love that fucking time period, and I, I love the Three Warring Empires. Kingdoms. Yeah. The three kingdom, yeah, because I used to, I grew up on Dynasty Warriors. That shit was bomb. Oh, <laughs> that's an old one. Uh, fuck, there are so many old games that you can talk about nowadays. Oh man, dude, trust me, I could go on a tangent about why Mario sixty four is still Super Mario sixty four is still the greatest game of all time, but. Well, it, it makes me laugh that w earlier when you said I I'm one of those old COD players, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> once you mentioned uh, Black Ops 2, I was like, 
you ain't done it until you had Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer See, what's online. Funny, what's funny? What's funny is I'm I have an was old all... COD player. No, no. Here's the thing, though, with that is funny enough. Oh. I was actually playing those games when I was five years old. I played Modern Warfare 2. Trust me, I was dog shit at it because I was only five. But my, I physically remember the two games I played, the only two games I have memories of in 2009, because I'm not really a, a multiplayer guy. I'm still not. I'm an old COD player, but I'm only old to World at War. World at War is zombies. I'm a zombies player. That was my biggest thing. I only love the zombies mode. I The multiplayers are okay. I've always... Black Ops, the original Black Ops has the best zombies. Change, See, you can't change my mind. Technically, yes. However, okay. However, after you look past the nostalgia and you realize that Black Ops 3 has every single map that BO1 has except for Call of the Dead, you realize that Black Ops 3 is a superior game. But I'm not going to get into that with you because that's a whole can of worms. Dude, Everybody being a real old Call of Duty player is being me who played Call of Duty 2 Big Red 1 no, on the PlayStation no, no, 2. No, no, that's, that's just get called on being my fucking level. old. That's just called being okay, an no, old and fucking I even loser, that online. You're being an PlayStation old 2 fucking online was loser, the best. dude. That shit is so fucking boomerish, dude. Oh, my Lord. That, no, was, that no, game came out. I was one skilled. years old when that game came out, dude. Exactly. That, Get on my level. Legend of Zelda games on the Game Boy, dog. Like, come on. Dude, oh, fuck me. I have Sonic here. the Hedgehog 2 <laughs> on my Sega Genesis. <laughs> that, that shit was actually pretty fucking good, though. Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> 2 on a Sega piece. Genesis with Shaq Fu. And a bunch of other <laughs> games was amazing. Dude, Back in the day, Sonic was actually pretty good, and it's disgusting how okay. bad it's gone. No, 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 Naps. No, no, no. Listen to Sonic this. Sonic okay. Heroes was dope, though. No, no, here's the thing, Naps. You go I back and play Sonic those. Heroes. Go back and play. I guarantee to you, Sonic, the OG Sonic is all nostalgia. The old Sonics are kind of dog shit. You go back and play them now, and Excuse you... Excuse me, motherfucker? No, 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 you go back and play them now, and they're just... They're, they're, you, they're not what you remember. I, I'm telling the you. newer ones. I've done it before. Yeah. Uh, because I remember... They are fun God, to speak. Shadow the Hedgehog no. was also a great game. I remember when it caused so much controversy for <laughs> being guns. a rated R game. Oh my God. And that the trailer literally implies that Shadow shoots fucking Sonic in the back Dude, and kills him. that's the greatest part about it. Shadow, Shadow is the goat. Like He's supposed to be oh, Shadow. edgy. I'm a fucking. Dude, when they started, when, when Sonic, <laughs> when those 3D Sonic started implementing humans and shit, bro, that shit was just so goofy. <laughs> Dude, Super uh, Shadow was amazing. D Sonic was so dumb. Uh, remember the whole controversy of remember when the Sonic movie was actually coming out oh, and man. when. The first look at what Sonic looked yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about that dog. Dude, oh, dude he... I, I. Oh, no. That, dude, that's bad. I, I forgot to tell you that when that trailer launched, I, I actually was like not only half asleep, but I was halfway down probably a good sized bottle of vodka. And I woke up the next day thinking that that was all a fucking dream. <laughs> until i saw it actually and i was all like dude who the hell thought this was a good idea oh man i'm trying I'm they trying actually to... hired a guy off of twitter to fix it <laughs> i believe it god you get to find almost anything on the internet nowadays 
Yeah, there was a guy who actually went through and edited the tra trailer professionally and showed them, look, this is how Sonic can be for your movie. Uh, contact me to discuss hiring. I'd be welcome to help you. And they actually reached out to him and was all like, OK, yeah, we'll hire you. Let's go. And and they took the time to delay the movie by like five or six months. And he, he got credited for helping them fix the entire movie. Look at this. Look at this. I see that. <laughs> no, look at the next one. Oh, what the fuck that's is from that? The, that's from the Chip and Dale movie, bro. <laughs> they didn't fix him for the Chip and Dale movie, so he looks so fucking stupid. Oh, oh. my God. Oh, man. He looks bad. Oh, you know what he kind of reminds me of? Do you remember that creepy-ass old television show, Teletubbies? Oh, oh my dude, God. The yeah. Teletubbies are so <laughs> yeah. tall. Dude, the Teletubbies' height is like eight so, foot. Funny thing is, the purple Teletubby was actually gay. Nice. <laughs> and we need to know this why. <laughs> it's funny because if you've ever you've seen it before, right? And some of the shit they had in it, how was it a kids show? Like I remember seeing. Oh. Uh, remember those birthday party blowers where you blow in them and they uncurl and make yeah well they had one where it kept going and going and it tickled another one's ass like how is that a fucking the teletubbies show? were 10 feet tall by the way i i oh. they always gave me the fucking creeps dude, dude that fucking show 90s tv shows for kids was rough. teletubbies is actually a dumbed down version of the hobbit <laughs> Or the Lord of the Rings. Four Teletubbies and a big shining, you know, all-seeing sun eye looking thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Everything's the fucking Hobbit, dude. Every story is uh, the Hobbit. 25 minutes into any movie, the character always goes on the adventure or the story really re 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 begins. No, dude. Fucking back in the day, though, I remember I was only like four years old and i think world at war had just dropped and i was playing super mario 64 in world at war and that was those were the only two things i would do because i was i was still doing i was doing like weird homeschooling preschool bullshit until i was until i turned into like first grade-ish but so so i would just be at home doing nothing and I remember I fucking, I would just, I got, I played so much Mario. My Wii was so busted. I, and since I was a four year old, you know, I'd never turn my shit off. So my, my fucking Wii, like the, my, my Wii would have like Super Mario 64 on it. And I, I don't think I ever turned it off for like months. It, it had to have been months. But speaking of doing something like that, I actually melted a disc into one of my Wii's. I did that. I did that when I was like seven. I did that too when I was seven with um it was wipeout for the Wii, bro. I got it melted into my fucking Wii. And I had to go to GameStop. No matter what. I was still worked. No, I, I was seven. I was only like seven years old and I had no idea how to fix it. So I went to my aunt and we went to GameStop and the guy at GameStop was taking a butter knife trying to pull the game out, but he couldn't get it out. And I didn't know what to do. And I was started to cry because I was so sad. Oh, man. And then, um, 
Oh, there was another one with the Nintendo 64. I don't know what the hell happened. Like, the whole thing itself just burned up for a second. <laughs> that was 64? Flash- no, yeah! That no. was a flash- Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why it burned? Because the fucking 64-bit processing is running on an 8-megabyte chip. Like, that's how much that's how much it can run on. And so that 8 megabytes of data, even from the launch, so like Super Mario 64 would basically use the entire RAM of, of that 8 megabytes, okay? And it and what would happen is the cartridges would have to run most of it, and the cartridges would get so hot they would start to melt after like, after like 24 to 48 hours if you left it on. So, for example, in, in places that um lag a lot in Super Mario 64 on the N64, uh, fuck where rainbow ride rainbow ride lags like a bitch if you look at the entire map and if you sit that there for like 24 hours your cartridge will will be fucking burning like it will start to melt well it's kind of funny because uh we had the original legend of zelda ocarina of time and we could not save it so Ooh. we had to Your leave save that was corrupted. On. No, it, it, like no matter what, it, it didn't matter if we had like an extra memory thing we oh. plugged into the panels. Nothing. Memory cards, dude. Oh rip. Oh yeah, man. literally, I could not. We could not get it to save. Period. Back in so the day. we would have to leave it on, or we would do this thing where we would try and speed run and get as far as we can with Legend of Zelda. The, Back the, before speedrunning was a thing. The, the pro- <laughs> dude, the N sixty four had so many problems, and dude, Nintendo was so ahead of their time. Nintendo used to be so ahead of their time, but they were still boomers. They refused to use CDs because they were scared that people were gonna pirate the games. Like. That is such a boomer th- way to think. Even with the GameCube, they were like, nope, the disc is going to be half the size. I've Diablo quite a lot. So Nintendo had, had something called virtual game theory. I did an entire I did an entire like semester of class on, on old networking basics and Nintendo has like an entire was like an entire two week long thing. They had this entire N sixty four network that they were gonna set up in Japan where you could you, you could have this it, like in the uh, in the front of the N sixty four you can you can insert these little slot things and they were gonna have a network card that would connect every N sixty four together and would create one super network of N sixty fours and then you could download and buy games on the on the N64 online, like an early like PlayStation Store or Steam, like super early, like we're talking 1996, and you could do this all on the N64. And they had the entire thing done, but they realized what would happen if they tried to do this is the older consoles would freak the fuck out, and then it would cost so much to run the servers that Nintendo would have been bankrupt in like two years. So they didn't do it. Also, they had no idea how to do it overseas. They could only do it in Japan, and they could only do it in Tokyo because it was the only place that it would make sense because they couldn't get it to work anywhere else. If they they, they wanted to implement it into the U.S., and the U.S. basically got fucked. They were like, this is too much. It's too big. It, it They basically founded the idea of, of like, the PlayStation Store, the, like, Nintendo eShop, basically. Which is funny, because could you imagine in 1997 buying and downloading a game online? 
That'd be fucking no, weird. cause dial up was way Dude. too slow. Yeah, I know. Dude, <laughs> no, 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 no. But the games, the games would have, it, it would have been about the same download time. It would have been about the same download time no. as as downloading a game nowadays. Because it, Mario sixty four, if you wanted to buy and download it, is only like eleven megabytes. Which, if internet, even if it was only like, like not even half a megabyte per second. You're still, or not, it wouldn't even have been that much. You could have probably downloaded a 12 megabyte game in about two hours. Like, uh, so I'm not shitting you, dude. I remember, I don't remember what it was I was downloading, but it ended up taking four days. What? What the fuck? When was this? 2006? What? 2005? It was way back then, dude. And I was, I was like. You were downloading fucking the time. Some so that was more than twenty years at least. Dude, I I didn't realize how old Newgrounds was. Newgrounds is fucking old. Oh my god, Newgrounds is like, God, isn't it like twenty three years old? And it, that shit's I still think? up and running. Nineteen ninety five. Uh, I think it's one of the oldest, like, uh, you remember Game Fudge and all those game Dude. sites. Congregate, shit like that. Dude, I, this was a little before my time. My time would have been the, the like, 2010 generation, because that was when I got into the internet. So, the 2010 would have been cool math games, like Flash games. In the early I 2010s. remember playing cool math games because <laughs> they blocked all the other games. <laughs> the fucking school, dude. The school computers used to, they used to fucking block them, and then I would get on cool math games, and I'd play Run for, like, hours. That game I Run went to was... school when, literally, if you had your phone out at all or any other electronic, they would instantly take See, it. See, Raven, Raven is such an old man. He didn't even go to school when they had phones. <laughs> no, he did, but not... It, that would have been like really late for him, right? That would have been so, my dude, first. They were phone. flip phones, razor yeah. flip phones. I remember Did, razor flip razor phones. Was, oh my god, phones. you could get internet on your flip phone now. Oh my god, uh, I remember that. Raven, when and did then, you graduate? And then people high don't believe, dude. And then people still don't believe 2013, and people oh, okay. still don't believe that I that you know iPods and MP3 players were a thing. I had an iPod. My parents would never let me have a phone. I had to have an iPod my entire life. I remember when when my parents made the hardest decision of their entire life to upgrade my iPod to an iPod Touch. It, I was so happy. I cried and screamed when I opened up the box for Christmas and I got a fourth gen iPod Touch that literally was so doggy, but it it was great. I felt like I had my own phone, dude. I, I would be like, I'd be on YouTube on my phone or on my iPod. I'd be like, no way. What? Dude. So I never had one. The oh. Literally, the only reason my parents ever let me have a phone, and, and they still say it to this day, is because my asthma attacks would start randomly. So if I ever had to call them, they had me like an emergency speed dial on the flip phone where I could just press enter and enter and it called them straight away. Dude, <laughs> that was the only reason they ever gave me dude, a phone when I was that young. iPhones, iPhones are wicked scary now, dude. iPhones, you can, you, and an iPhone, you, if the, even if it's completely out of service, 
is like completely out of like you're not paying for the service on the phone anymore and it's a dummy's phone you can still call 911 so it's basically like having because it will just be an unknown untraceable number i mean they could probably trace the iphone if you were on it long enough but you could be you can basically pay phone the police again you can basically take an old iphone that's like not that's doesn't have cell service anymore and just just call 911 it, as long as they'll track it through the radio waves and the chip, I, won't I, they? see. But but here's the thing: is I wonder though because if I mean if it was serious, serious probably. But it, I feel like I I feel like if the iPhone's old enough, I don't know if they would. Like if you had like an iPhone four or something and you called nine one one, I don't know if you would. Uh, an iPhone fours and that don't have that option, do they? I'm pretty sure they. All I have do. an iPhone one. No, I thought it was the iPhone no, the, 7s enough that they added that option no, too. No, I, I thought I thought it was all iPhones. I thought they I thought they're all capable of doing that. No, I, I thought it was only iPhone 7 and up that made it so that you can call 911 without service. Uh, maybe. Hold on. I, I I guess I could look. I could totally. I mean, even still, um, I when. I don't know. They changed okay. so much shit Now, with here's the thing. Since we're talking about phones, I would like to get something off my chest. I had friends who were pissed at me for never texting them back. And the whole reason why is because back then when we only had flip phones, I did not feel like pressing the same number three to two different times just to get one damn letter. <laughs> so they were all like, dude, I, t I said, what's up? How you doing and stuff? And I was like, yeah, I can't be bothered. I... I don't want to press this button. Use the old ABC type. I remember yeah. when I had my flip phone. I either had the one where I slid the screen up and I could have that little keyboard, or yeah. it was the one where I pushed the numbers, oh, but it we're both sit, wrong. automatically transfer to a new word. What? We're what both wrong. Um, so it actually was with the iPhone 8. It was iOS Eight. 11. The iPhone 7 supports I iOS. No, I the, told you it was somewhere around the there. Iowa, I, the iPhone 7 supports iOS 11, but it doesn't have the feature built into it. The iPhone 8 and every phone onward has the feature to call any emergency, not just 911, any emergency service. And, and now the new iPhone can call the suicide hotline, which is what, 811 or whatever, as well. So any emergency service it can call without cell service. God, playing League today made me want to call the fucking suicide hotline. <laughs> <8 -1 -1. laughs> Holy fuck, I, it was so I'm pretty bad. Sure, I'm pretty sure, I swear, 811 was the was the number that you would call to see if there was, like, pipelines under your house to make sure that you weren't fucking, like, gonna drill into a fucking water pipe or something. <laughs> well, like, have you ever been so depressed playing a video game, you're just like... Why the fuck am I even doing this? Why am I here? It's Why am I alive? Eight, well, sorry, eight, 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 one, one, eight one one is still that. <laughs> it's the diggers hotline. <laughs> eight one one is the hotline where you call to make sure that you uh can excavate Hi. something. Yes. Are you calling to excavate something? Yeah. I want to know where I can dig my grave and not do shit. I'm gonna excavate your mom's ass. <laughs> Can I get a license for that? Because that's a big zone. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all, right. all right, it's it's one basically one fifteen. Do you guys want to call it, or you guys got anything else? I actually have something. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. Go for it. 
I'm ready. Okay, I'm since this is about video games, okay, I want to talk about something because I've been wanting to get this off my chest for a while. Okay, all right. Okay. I hate how outrage mob mentality can ruin good things. Okay. And not to shit on anybody because people are probably going to find this podcast years from now when we're famous and yell at me for this. But Total Biscuit is a fucking asshole. Okay. He deserved to die because of what he did to a family. All right. Now, there was a game called Middle Earth Shadow of War. Right. I'm pretty sure we've all heard. Okay. I loved that game. There was the developer who made the Nemesis system. Okay, he died of cancer, brain cancer, and Warner Brothers wanted to help out his family by having him be a character in the game that could save you at a random moment from death randomly. You would pay five bucks for it. What would happen is all the money from that profit would go to the family. Now, what happened is everybody started getting upset, like Total Biscuit with his cancer ass, started getting upset at saying that Warner Brothers was making profit and w- off of a guy's death because not all the money was going to the family. That's not true. What was happening is not all $5 could go to the family because, as we know from Steam, 25% of it had to go to Steam. But the yeah, other 75 Yeah, the other 75% would go to the family. But here's the problem with it. It had to go through Warner Brothers first before it could go to the family. So at the time, Warner Brothers was actually committing a fraud. And that was because you buying a DLC isn't you consenting to charity, which caused a problem. So everybody got all this upfit stuff saying that Warner Brothers was making, you know, tons of money off of someone's death. And in the end, what they did was they made him part of the game permanently. And then they decided just to donate $200,000 to the family. Do you know what that did to the family? They could have gotten millions of dollars off of people buying that DLC. But because people like Total Biscuit and Outrage Emotional Bullshitters have the fucking make a problem out of something that wasn't an issue, Warner Brothers had to legally not do it anymore. Yeah, mom mentality is... sad. It's... Ridiculous. Fuck I you, don't... Total Biscuit. It, it makes no sense how... I feel like people nowadays just don't have their own opinions anymore. It's pathetic. It's bad. And then not to mention the article, I know that adding these war chests and some of the ability to to the buy orcs rather than uh, brand them yourself was a form of loot boxing in the game but i hated the most dishonest articles that said that oh in order to get the true ending after you do the story you needed to play the game for 50 hours what game were you playing i beat that game all the way up until its true ending okay which was the 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 shadow wars i beat the shadow wars and literally only four hours and what what do you mean 50 hours i know how to play the game do you i never bought one orc i never opened up one chest i never even redeemed the free mithril coins that came with my pre-order i beat the game in the same amount of time as the first one plus the dlcs see i feel like you're more of a reflex gamer than a strategic gamer and see the thing the thing is though the problem with reviewers of video games is I feel like they're not necessarily the best people for every game. 
the mm-hmm. it, well also it, internet and the whole social media shit nowadays just blows things out of proportion people don't try to dig in and try to find the real information of what's going on i know this is no not okay no so like <laughs> so no they're trying to lock the dog in here for a little bit but no the the thing i was trying to say is i know this sounds really goofy but the new pga tour game came out right and the reviewer was like this game is so he, he goes it, it's just so bland it's there's nothing to it it's just it's just like even though they tried to implement a whole new swing system the i was watching him play and this guy was missing on every single swing system and was literally just going it is so difficult to do the swing system i literally was watching another person play it and he was hitting all the all the three points of the three, the swing system and he was like yeah this is great i love this see it's just stuff like that like a reviewer can't do something so they they instead of going objectively they start getting subjective about it cuz they get angry and then all of a sudden their opinion changes but their opinion is now factual because they're a game reviewer, which is weird. I don't like that. I think it's bullshit. When they can't even beat the tutorial for Cuphead, I'm kind of questioning <laughs> their know, fucking right? ethics. Dude, have you guys seen that 27-minute video of that IGN journalist playing Doom Eternal? That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Dude, have you have you watched the game devs react to the to the speedrun of Doom Eternal? Yeah, oh, I have. Dude, that fucking video. He's like, what is he doing? What is he doing? Well, it, it, it's literally a speedrunner's job to try and, like, break the game to make it as fast as possible, too. Yeah, the speedrunner's job is to just destroy the game. That's why people don't like the... The devs don't like... Come on. Gosh, my dog is being uh, a dick. I... I don't see the issue with speedrunners, though. I feel like it would bring, like, good uh, publicity to your game, you know? Usually, I'd hire speedrunners for my game development. Because they'll find the most bugs. Exactly, and if they find that bug, you can either figure out whether to get rid of it, or if it's a really specific bug you need to do for speedrunning and that's it, then there's no real big issue and you don't have to worry about it, you know? Yeah, like leave stuff in for the community. Uh huh. And it's just because I think I remember seeing one game where they removed one speedrun bug, and literally it added six hours to that speedrun to the point where nobody else would speedrun that game anymore. Yeah, that's the problem they did with Doom Eternal. They fixed everything that was speedrunnable, so now the game's just impossible to speedrun. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but that's the problem with new video games. Is the reason why everybody goes, well, why are the old video games so you know everybody speedruns in, but not the new ones? Well, because the moment somebody starts speedrunning a new game, developers go, we gotta fix that, we gotta get rid of that. It's fucking, it's fucking <laughs> dumb. It actually kind of reminds me of, uh, so there's this content creator, a YouTuber who does shit for total war warhammer he'll show you how to cheese a lot of different fights and stuff like that and uh can you give me the link so i can beat the game (laughs) (laughs) he he mainly does stuff for warhammer 2 and 3 so unless you have those i don't know um he would do these cheesy strats where he would have his army sit back and just completely shit on an army with either magic or just a bunch of artillery, 
Because it would be like a walled settlement, and they would just they could just sit back and shoot them, and towers wouldn't be able to get them and shit like that. And he's like, any fun, cheesy strats that you can think of, they keep trying to get rid of with patches, because I show them to you guys. So he he ends up just messing with how the game's AI mechanics works now so that he can cheese it that way instead of using actual game cheesing stat eventually at some point it it just becomes a war between him and the devs and then it comes to the point where he's that he just starts breaking the game so badly they can't even fix it they fucking give up that's the only way to keep speed running alive is you just got to break the game so badly that just the devs don't even know where to start to fix it that oh, was God. that was that was a big thing for Doom Eternal. Actually, you can still speedrun a decent amount of Doom Eternal, but it's you have to do it on certain different modes because they got rid of some of the uh, like mods, the the modded guns that you would use. <clears throat> but like the they never did fix the uh, there. There's this thing for Doom Eternal where if if you're moving downward, I don't remember exactly how it works, but if you're moving downward, the game thinks you're going like the bits are going like they start going erratic and they start switching one to zero one to zero really quickly and you just fly really high up in the air and they can't fix it because the way if they try every single time they said they've tried to fix the movement bug it it they they would have to rework the entire movement of the game and then it just isn't doom anymore they they literally said they can't do anything about it so the main speed run thing still exists they just they started patching like out of bounds areas actually i think for one of the doom eternal dlcs they even added a little a little skybox texture when you pass a skybox i think it's just like it, it just i don't remember i don't i don't it might have not been doom eternal never mind but there was a game where they added outside the skybox texture if you ever can get out of the world the skybox texture outside of it literally just says like fuck you or something like that it was just like <laughs> it's just it's just like a really big letters <clears throat> but people used to do that with zombies too in cod they used to they used to try and cheese like the uh that to getting to high rounds really quickly because the old games um they didn't have a bit limit so you you could get to an infinite around infinite round but the game after 70 72 hours of the game being like concurrently played it would restart the round and in the old cod world at war after like round a thousand you get these things called insta kill rounds where where the where the uh, zombies health for some reason just goes back to like level one zombie rounds and they're all one knives and it's great. Oh, it's, it's yeah, there's, there's some really cheesy shit and they still haven't patched that. They didn't know how to patch that either. Something with the bit system. The only way they patched it was in BO3. They just made it so you couldn't get past round 255 because ra- past round 255, <sighs> everything just goes fucking wacky shit. Like there, there's mods that allow you to go past it and zombies will just stop spawning in and the rounds will never end. And then, and then uh, even if you end those rounds, eventually the zombies will start turning invisible. There's a bunch of problems on the DLC maps. Like, there's spiders on the second DLC map. And the spiders, after round 255, just don't show up. The spider round will just be there for, for infinite. Like, they just don't ever respond. It's fucking stupid. All right. Jesus Christ. Well, do we got anything else? If not, I think I'm going to go so this dog will stop being a little growler. Not yeah, I'm gonna it. go take a goddamn nap. I'm so tired. <laughs> I yeah. gotta go to bed for work. I gotta yeah. be up in five hours. As yeah, always, well, guys. Gotta oh, go take ahead. a nap and do some more coding. So <laughs> coding, he's a coder. 
Uh, I just do it as a hobby. Trying to make my own little game mechanic thing, you know? Sell it to Epic Games. Alright. No. (laughs) Fuck Epic Games. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and with that, I think we're going to end it. So, thank you guys for watching. Um, This this podcast ended up being exactly as long as I thought it was going to be. Great. Um, Thanks, Snaps, for coming on and talking with us. That was really fun. Oh, yeah. It's a, I've had a good old time. Yeah. And <clears throat> thank you guys once again for all the scheduling problems that happened today. I really appreciate you guys being able to do this this late. It was the only time we could get it working. We really wanted to do it. So it ended up working out perfectly, though, I think. Well, life's a bitch. Then you marry one, then you die. That's what I've always been told. <laughs> right, yeah. There you go. So with that, I think we're going to end. Thank you, guys. Uh, see you guys next week, episode 7. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but... I think me and Raven have some ideas. So uh, thank you guys, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out. Bye. Later.